Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 5 has been sponsored by the Startup Women Fund, presented by Startup Canada, Scotiabank, and UPS. Thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Melissa Marsden is a workplace dynamic strategist, founder and director of Community, and a parent of four kids. Based on decades of research exploring human behavior, her specialist team guides clients through the transformation of their workplaces for a new world of work. She is a published author, speaker, host of the Work Life by Design podcast, and has won numerous business awards and been featured in architecture and design media and industry events across Australia. This is the first of three many episodes of our conversation. In this interview, we talk about going through a life cleanse, starting her own company, and designing with flexibility in mind. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining me, Melissa, and responding to my cold pitch on LinkedIn after looking at your content. And I think I was liking some of the parent-friendly posts that you had made. So I just love to always start off with asking people as an entrepreneur, a parent, an author, what are some ways that you've adapted your workflow over the past decade as you've built community? Many, many, many ways. So I first started out my business. I actually went through a bit of a what I call a life cleansing. I um, separated from my husband and I left the company that I was working with and I started my business afresh. And at the time I had a a just over a two-year-old daughter and I thought this is the best way I'm going to get work-life balance, all the rest of it. Little did I know that running a business actually is probably the opposite of work-life balance, but it's been an experiment over time. So when it was in those early days, it was kind of, we had 50-50, so that was a bit easier and we still do 50-50 with my eldest. Um, I now have remarried and have two younger children though as well. So as life changes and as you go through those new seasons, you kind of need to continue to adapt. So um, my business has grown and expanded and contracted and we just keep reconfiguring it. And at this current season, I um, have an 11-month-old baby boy. And so I've kind of contracted my business to a point where it's manageable for me. I have the flexibility to work on my own terms within my own hours and my own schedule subject to my clients' requirements. And then I have a team of freelance that I have engaged to support me to deliver on that work. So I can still deliver on the capacity without needing to have that team within my business and just drawing on those resources externally as and when needed. So yeah, ebbs and flows. And, you know, in another two, three years, it might look completely different again. Well, that kind of led into my next question where I ask usually what does an average day look like for you as a, a parent and founder? And if you're like me, I just find no, I just was speaking to you about this before we started recording that no day is the same. You know, I just did pick up and found out another child had gastro in the class. So heads up, that could be coming to our house. And you're like, (laughs) great, let me just adjust the rest of my week. So how do you kind of deal with changes on a day to day right now? It's flexible. We've got some external support. My EA is very hands on with my kids as well, um, which is, I think, how you and I initially connected through LinkedIn. And um, we also have a nanny that supports us. We have daycare. Um, Unfortunately, Michael, my 
husband and I live away from our parents, so we don't have that family support. So we've needed to outsource quite a bit of that um, to get that flexibility that we need. Um, and my husband works an hour, hour and a half away from where we live. So he gets up quite early and, and heads off to work. So I get the kids ready, drop them off at school. And then my day, I like not to start any formal meetings until about 10. And the reason I do that is it gives me that time to drop the kids off, come home, get ready, have some quiet time to myself, answer any emails, prepare myself for the day before I need to rush off and you know deal with whatever is happening externally. And that works really well for me because it means I'm missing peak hour traffic. I'm actually being more efficient with my time because I'm not sitting in the car, you know, wasting it in, in traffic. And it I means I'm starting my day from a calm place as well, rather than that hectic frazzle of just rushing from one thing to another. So that's kind of how that all sort of ebbs and flows. And I try and incorporate different parts and aspects. So, you know, there's scheduled time in there for exercise and hanging out with the kids as well. But I also try not to work Fridays so that I have some time with my son. So it's, it all changes. I set myself up with an ideal week and try and manage to that. So I block out time to do particular activities and tasks and things that happen on a, a regular recurring basis. So I'm pretty regimented and highly scheduled because I think you need to be super organized, particularly running a business and running a family at the same time. I love time blocking. I think it's harder to be scheduled with your family than it is with your business, like all of the mm. other appointments and things that you you can't predict when you're going to be given those time slots. Thank you for being transparent about that. When I first found you online, I think that you had shared a photo of a team meeting and you were at a cafe and you had two laptops on a table and one of your colleagues had a baby, pretty fresh looking newborn baby sleeping in her lap. And yeah. you were mentioning a study conducted in Australia that was, you know, surprise, surprise, flexible work helps women participate in the workforce. And also they're some of the most productive workers when they are given flexibility. And you mentioned that your community company endorses it and you've practiced that from the get go. In addition to the way that you display your branding on your website, you clearly you have babies in your uh, website headers and you're open about it on social media. Can you share a bit about how it's evolved over the years and if there's been changes in your approach? I know you talked about going through a bit of a life lens. So, you know, did you go from corporate to family friendly or did you kind of change the way that you show up in person and online? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think in the last company that I was at that I left before I started my own business, it was very male dominated. It was very structured. Family wasn't something that I felt was very integrated into how things were. There was a lot of other things in that organization too that I felt were a misalignment of values as well. So when I started my own business, I wanted to do things very differently. And so from the get-go, my first employee, um, she was actually from the previous company as well. She came across with me and she had children. And so it was kind of always we were, you know, integrating and juggling kids and work at the same time. And it just kind of evolved from there. And you'll see on, you know, when you said you mentioned on the website, those images are of um, my daughter from when she was born and she's four and a half now. And that same employee that started the business with me, my way of enticing her back to work after she had her third child was to provide childcare for the two of us in the office. So we had a nanny who looked after both kids so that we could actually work. And, you know, that worked for a period of time, but as a mum of three, it became very challenging for her. She quite, felt quite stretched. And so she then made the decision to step back, but we've still maintained that ability for people to integrate their kids into the work life. You know, if many of our employees have had babies and so then there's the need, you know, if they've got six kids, can they work from home? How do they juggle that? So it's been a very flexible approach to, to each person's individual needs. And each person has a very different idea of what their work and family balance looks like. And so it's about understanding, you know, if they want to take that time off, then that's what they, that's what they do. But if 
they want to continue to work, how can we make that work with them and their kids within the business? And it's different for everyone. Everyone has a different understanding of that. And it's kind of just working with them. Um, that picture that you actually saw on, on LinkedIn is myself and my EA, Claire, and my baby, Nash. And, you know, not 20 minutes before that photo was taken, he was kind of bouncing all over me and um, we were having a team chat. And then I had to take a phone call. So she took him and put him to sleep. But then she didn't want to move because he had fallen asleep. So she just left him there on her lap so we could continue to have that conversation. But he has been an integral part of the business as well. So I returned to work after he was two weeks old. And um, she was a big support to me, helping me look after him while I went to meetings. She would, you know, she'd mind him and then I'd come back and we kind of just juggled our way through. And it wasn't until he was four months old that we got a nanny and started to kind of share that load a little bit further because, you know, by four months, they're starting to be awake a lot more and not sleeping as much. So it became a bit more of a handful. So that's kind of how we've managed it through the time. And it, it does continue to change. And um, we just continue to adapt depending on what's happening. Using a flexible workforce, I found to be very helpful um, with the freelancers and contractors, because a lot of those women are working mums. And the whole ethos behind this was that I saw so much great talent leaving our industry because our I'm an interior designer by trade, working in an architectural and construction industry. It's very male dominated, even though interior design is heavily female, we work within an architectural system, um, which is male dominated. And so unfortunately, there's not a lot of flexibility that comes with that. So it's kind of like you return to work full time or you don't return at all. And that rigidness has forced a lot of women out of the industry. There's also a lot of long hours that get put into our projects. And so I really wanted to address that by trying to create a flexible part-time workforce that supported women. And I do that now through the ability to, you know, hire contract staff who have children so that they can kind of juggle the needs of what they're looking for at home, but with the, you know, their passions and desires for a career as well. Thanks for sharing that. Like it is different for every person. And some people, you don't know until you have a child, how you're mm-hmm. going to feel and what the baby's going to be like and how they're going to be as they grow up. And every few months, they change so much that even if you think you'll want to contract in a certain way or be involved or do certain types of meetings, that might not be practical. It, you kind of have to reassess every 90 days or yeah, every month absolutely. Based, based on milestones. <laughs> Big thanks to Melissa Marsden for taking part of her day to speak with me about her current reality as a parent, the childcare support she needs to live by her ideal week, and her flexible approaches to work as an entrepreneur and interior designer. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about how the past few years have accelerated people's awareness around flexible work, different physical workspaces, and working styles, and what this can mean for you as a parent. Check out her work at melissamarsden.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform and share it with your network. It helps other parents find the podcast. Connect with me, Amy, online at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.